Hey guys, happy Wednesday. So today I'm going to talk about TDY, which is temporary duty, um, and what that's like and some tips uh, for just going through it, especially during a pandemic and with school being virtual. Um, but first of all, so TDY is, if you're a military spouse or have been in the military, you know what TDY means. It's a temporary duty. So it can be anywhere from a couple days to a couple months uh, where your spouse or yourself is gone. Um, sometimes it's in the same state. Sometimes it's across the country. Uh, you just, you never really know. Uh, so now this isn't just for military. I know there's a lot of civilian jobs that require employees to travel and any type of travel where you're leaving your family is stressful and it's hard. So this will apply to not only civilians but definitely um, military families as well. So for the last nine and a half years, almost ten years, um, as a military spouse uh, with the Air Force, it's been a challenge uh, learning how to navigate through these temporary duty assignments because um, primarily they never come at a good time. So uh, just for an example of that, the last three years, my husband's missed the first day of school for the last three years. Um, and we get to the point too where these TDY assignments come up and we have to kind of rack and stack like would you rather have me home for Christmas or Halloween or Thanksgiving? So um, just this past couple months, we had to go through that and look at um, class dates for a particular class that my husband has to go to, which is a five week long class and then also a three week long class um, in different states. We had to pick the best class dates that would suit our family, um, and then out of those top three picks, you kind of get what you get. So we had to choose between, you know, would we rather have you here for this holiday or that holiday or this anniversary or this birthday? Um, and it's it's stressful and it's it's hard. It's definitely not easy. Um, what I wanted to talk about are just some ways to navigate through those separated times with your spouse and whether, like I said, if it's civilian or military related, um, either way it's a challenge and I think it's helpful to share our tips and things that we've learned along the way. So the first thing um, that I do when uh, my husband leaves is I make sure I get into a routine um, just because he's gone and um, doesn't mean, you know, we stop waking up at a certain time and doing the things that, you know, we do. Household chores are still going. Um, and I feel that it's really helpful to stay in a routine, not only for myself, but for my kids. And um, sometimes that's really hard, even if it's tough, to stick to it as much as possible. Um, and especially when it's weeks um, where you're going to be separated and you're on your own at the house, at the home front, um, it can be kind of daunting and some days are more overwhelming um, and full of struggles than others and it's really important to at least keep part of your routine going. Um, I know sometimes I will change it up. For the most part I stay structured but there's some days where you know the kids are struggling, I'm struggling and it's like okay let's do something else because um, we need a break from our routine. Um, which leads me into my next thing is plan fun things. So when your spouse travels for work, if at all possible, plan something fun for your kids or for yourself if you do not have kids or both. Um, 
for example, uh, while my husband's uh, gone for his next thing, which will be three weeks, uh, my kids and I are going to take a little weekend getaway to Virginia Beach and just hang out and do fun stuff. Um, it gives us something to look forward to and gets us out of you know the normal day-to-day -day and kind of breaks up that time. Um, another thing that I want to talk about, and this is important regardless of whether your spouse is here or not, um, but protecting your house and feeling safe. So one of the huge things I struggled with as a military spouse when I first came into it, um, we, real short backstory, we got engaged after two months. We were married at about five and a half months of knowing each other. And then a couple months later after getting married, we moved from California to Colorado. Um, and I hadn't lived in California my entire life. So I moved um, right in the heart of winter as well. So a lot of change going on. Um, as soon as we got there, uh, my husband's job went from a normal Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 4.30 um, work schedule to working overnights, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. And I would be alone in the house, just me and uh, my four-year-old daughter at the time, in a new state, in a new town with no friends. And it was very overwhelming. Anxieties ran really high. And uh, one of the things that I found that really helped me was to protect my house and to make sure I have alarms or video cameras or weaponry um, throughout the house so that I feel safe in protecting myself and my kids. Um, and that's something that I've carried over um, even to now while I live in Virginia. Um, when my husband's gone, I make sure that, you know, the cameras, um, we have cameras at every access point of our house um, that are linked to our phones so I can check a live view or I can check if there's any motion detected. Um, also, I think it's really important to own a gun. And um, I know there's some people that are not gun loving people, but we are a gun family and I own, we own multiple guns. And I think it's really important to know how to use one and um, definitely keep, you know, them safe and locked up, but have them accessible if you need them. And just knowing how to use a gun and having my own personal gun that is mine and knowing it's in a safe place but I can access it is really reassuring. Um, there's just crazy people out there and you never really know so I can't really stress that enough. Um, I also recommend um, if it helps you like it does me, I have a baseball bat next to my nightstand and I know it's kind of crazy but it makes me feel safe and um, we have some weapons strategic strategically placed throughout of our throughout our house and um, I think it's important to to have that because like I said you never know what's gonna happen and when you are all alone um, it's important to just have that peace of mind um, and I'd rather be prepared than not prepared so a little bit on that um, the next thing I want to say and I've said this before in some of my lives with Rhonda fake it till you make it and it's really hard because I know some days you wake up and your spouse is gone and this ties into deployments and everything. You're just, you wake up and you're like, you know, another day you feel super lonely, um, overwhelming because all of the chores, all of the uh, parenting falls on you. So you basically are going from, you know, married to a single parent overnight uh, when you have these TDYs and deployments. So I always say just fake it till you make it. And that means to me, 
Um, like for instance, the other night, I wasn't feeling it, um, making dinner and going through all the things, you know, I just thought like, oh, I just would rather order Uber Eats. I don't want to deal with this. Um, and I kind of caught myself in that negative train of thought and going through that spiral. And I forced myself to just turn on jazz and just start cooking um, a healthy meal for my kids and I. And um, the whole faking it till you make it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's better to just try. And once I had the music going, um, and if you know me, I've talked about this before, I love cooking to jazz, it's amazing. Um, so it really helped the mood and bring up the energy. Also, it's important um, to do that for your kids. And I know the first thing I talked about was keeping a routine going, and it's vitally important, but also for your kids to keep your routine going and to keep trucking along and let them see that, you know, everything's okay. Um, on the flip side of that, I do want to stress that it's important to acknowledge your feelings and emotions um, and whatever comes up while you are separated. Um, and with that said, you know, don't hide your crying. Um, don't hide your anything, feelings of being upset or lonely and share that with your kids um, and that it's okay to miss their daddy or, or their mommy, like whatever situation uh, you're in, it's okay to have those feelings. And I think giving space for yourself to feel those feelings um, and for your kids, it really helps to process through them and not just bottle it up. So, um, you know, I know goodbyes are, or see you laters are really challenging and difficult, and especially if you have young kids. And throughout the years, we've had so many TDYs, um, and it's easier when they're babies because they almost don't know, um, don't understand. Um, but as they get older, um, it can be really challenging and hard. So um, just really allowing yourself and your kids to have those feelings of sadness and um, to name them. Um, it takes away some of the heaviness of them and I think that's really really important in getting through the day. Um, which leads me into my next thing is one day at a time. So sometimes when you're faced with a year-long deployment or six months or maybe it's just a five-week TDY, um, that time alone can seem like a lot, especially if you have a lot going on. Um, and right now in the midst of a pandemic when the kids are in virtual school and there's there's virtual school and there's virtually no break for, um, for parents. Uh, so that's been super challenging um, for us over the last few months and different TDY trips that have come up um, with my family. And uh, it's so important, this is going to lead me into my next point, is to um, take time for yourself do something for yourself and even if it's I mean a five-minute meditation or taking a bath or painting your nails or um, just locking yourself in the closet away from the kids and screaming into a pillow like whatever it is like take that time and do it daily and it's one of the things I swear by and I don't even even when my husband's not gone on a trip for work, um, it's a daily thing that I take time for myself. And like I said, even if it's a short five minute thing, I'll go out and take a walk or um, lock myself in the bedroom, whatever it is, just to have some 
time, peace of mind, peace, just, um, it's so important and I can't stress it enough. And um, sometimes I'll give the kids the iPad or say, hey, go play video games, whatever, and say, hey, for an hour, just go, do it, have fun. And I used to feel bad about that, like, I'm such a bad parent, and it, you're not. Um, you cannot pour from an empty cup, and that's why it's so vital that you take time for yourself, and that way you can come back refreshed and attack everything head on, because it's a lot. When you're on your own, it is a lot. Um, and I made the reference, uh, or the analogy, going from married to single parent, uh, when your spouse is deployed or on a TDY, and basically, you are. Um, and it's really hard, and I was a single parent um, for a while when my daughter was a baby, up until she was about three and a half, so I know how challenging it is and how lonely it is, and all the responsibilities fall on you, and likewise, right now, um, you know, as an adult, when these trips come up, same thing, all responsibilities fall on you, and you have to figure it out, and a lot of times, you know, there's just no... There's no one to talk to, you know, you can't just easily call up your spouse like a normal day when they're at work or whatever. Um, sometimes you can't get a hold of them or they're on a different time zone and that's kind of challenging too. Um, so it's another thing, just, you know, take it slow, take it day by day, um, just get through the day and take that time for yourself. Um, and don't feel guilty for it. If you need to put the kids in front of the Xbox, do it. I think it's a it's a great uh, I don't want to call it a babysitter because it's really not and doesn't um, really substitute parenting but it gives you a break and sometimes uh, we just need a break um, and I know everyone can relate to that and it's you know not even related to um, separated times um, Let's see, another thing that I found is helpful, um, especially for my younger son uh, when daddy leaves, is to have a countdown. And what he'll ask me, you know, every morning, how many more days till daddy comes back? And then we can talk about it and then he can kind of visualize it and it helps them because younger kids don't really necessarily have a sense of time and how long it is. They just know that, um, you know, daddy's gone and, you know, it can be challenging and, um, you know, it's tough when things come up and you're, like I said, you're on your own, you're single parenting and, you know, you're kind of um, what I call where we are right now, I call it isolation island um, because we live in Virginia and we virtually have no friends. We have um, two friends, um, but that's really it and they, it's different because you're not... You don't have like a long history, so to speak, and um, but the one thing about being a military spouse is you do learn how to make friends quickly and kind of gauge someone's uh, trustworthiness and kind of all that, and you can feel feel the person out, and you know um, it is helpful to have at least one person that you know you can call um, if something were to happen. And for a while when we first got here, we've been here, I think, oh gosh, almost nine months, we didn't have any of that. And it was really hard because you really do feel extremely alone. I mean, I'm talking isolation island. All my friends and family are in uh, California, which is 3,000 something miles away. So it's been really challenging at times. Um, but 
I mean, challenge is where the real growth happens. And I have to say that going through all of this um, over the last nine and a half years, is, it's been a huge amount of growth and being able to take these um, TDYs, the separation, with, you know, take it with a grain of salt and take it, um, you know, so like the bull by the horns and just grabbing it and going with it. And um, it's, you know, really caused me to grow up, buck up, and, you know, you do what you got to do. Um, so I guess let's just recap. TDYs, so temporary duty assignments, um, and you can apply this to civilian or non-civilian, um, but it's really important to keep a routine going for yourself and for your kids um, when your spouse is gone. Stay in that routine. It's going to help your mental state, and um, it's super important. Um, second thing I want to talk about or reiterate is to plan fun things. So depending on how long the time is that you're separated, um, try to plan a couple fun things in between to break up the time and give you, you and your children something to look forward to. Um, and then the other thing is fake it till you make it. So even when you don't feel like it, you kind of feel like that depression cloud is coming over you, um, you know, and you almost feel like, you know, well, what's the point? Why should I do this? Or, you know, why should I get up and put makeup on? You know, what's the point kind of thing? Um, just fake it till you make it. Turn on the music, cook the dinner, like dance around, um, have fun with your kids, do something fun. Um, it's been helpful for me, for sure. Then another thing, do something for yourself. Take time daily for yourself, uh, whether that's taking a bath, listening to a podcast, reading a book, you know, locking yourself in your closet. Um, just take that time and make sure you're refilling your cup so that you can pour from it. Um, and then another thing is to acknowledge our feelings. Um, like, for example, one of our last goodbyes or see you laters. Um, it was really hard for uh, my five-year-old to say bye to daddy and it was really hard for daddy to walk away and um, it's you know naturally as as a parent you want to just make it all better like just take away their pain you know make make everything better smooth it over but which is great but I think it's also important to really let our kids and ourselves feel the feelings, feel the emotions, name them, give them a name, acknowledge them, and it really helps us to move forward and transition through them because feelings are temporary. I've talked about this so many times um, through my lives. Is everything's temporary and things stick around longer if we don't acknowledge them. So what you resist persists. And um, so when my son's feeling lonely or saying, you know, I really miss daddy, I wish daddy was here, um, I let him feel that and I say, you know, it's okay to miss daddy, I miss daddy too, and just letting them know that they're not alone in their feelings, super helpful. Um, there was times where, I mean, it's heartbreaking as a parent uh, when my son was three, some of the trips that um, daddy went on. We would FaceTime and he didn't understand why he, why daddy was trapped in the phone. And it was heartbreaking when he told me that, like I, daddy's trapped in the phone, I can't get to him. And it was the most like heart-wrenching feeling ever because they don't 
they just didn't get it but he knew like he was just so sad because he couldn't physically get to his daddy and um you know part of you wants to put on the brave front and be like oh it's okay you know he's coming home soon and you know all these kind of like little white lies but at the same time acknowledge like i know it's so frustrating and it's sad but um that's just something i've learned and it's been helpful um but yeah that's really it so it's just been me talking this time uh, Rhonda has been out the past two weeks now um she should be back next week and we'll have more fun content to talk about um but anyway i just wanted to talk about this because it's super relevant um for me as a military spouse uh lately there's just been so many tdy's and so many <laughs> days and um frustrations with that because like i said earlier when this first started uh, the last three first days of school my husband's missed because he's been gone tdy and you know it's sad um, and it's hard when family you know it just isn't there or they, they're missing holidays or these big events in our lives um, and you know I just I think it's important to acknowledge that that you know this is really hard but acknowledging it with a kind of soft and gentle awareness um, and just guess this is hard instead of, well, this sucks, and this always comes at the worst time, and blah, 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 because, you know, obviously, sometimes it does, and, but sticking all into that negative is not helpful, um, and I went through a few of these separations where that's how I was, I was super negative about it, and pissed off, and, um, you know, because it, you, you end up making sacrifices as the parent that's left behind holding down the fort, and it's really hard, sometimes to make those sacrifices, and it's something I've dealt with a lot um, over the last almost decade of being a military spouse, is all the sacrifices I've made in my own career um, to support the growth of my husband's career. And I think military spouses, hands down, do that so much more than what's talked about. Um, not to say that civilian spouses don't, um, but it's so widespread that we make a lot of sacrifices. Um, and that can be really hard going through these times. Um, with the pandemic as well, it's been a huge challenge um, with virtual school because there really is no time to yourself because kids are here at home all day long and um, it just makes it a challenge. So going back to the point of doing something for yourself and really taking that time is so helpful uh, when you're single parenting and I just cannot stress that enough. So um, those are my tips for handling um, TDYs and being on Isolation Island over here. Um, with the exception, I'm gonna add one more thing. Um, being on Isolation Island, like I call it over here in Virginia, um, it is really important to try to stay connected somehow, and you can do that via social media, but my favorite thing to do is Marco Polo. So I talk to a lot of my friends back in California um, and in Colorado via Marco Polo. So um, it helps me to stay connected and feel like I'm still socializing, um, and that's been a huge stressor for me, not having that social interaction that I'm used to and I really thrive off of. So, um, it's something to think about, adding that in there, making sure you get that social time, um, however that is, whether it's doing a live like this, just popping on and talking to people, 
or um, FaceTime, Marco Polo, huge fan of, can't stress that enough. Um, but anyway, that is it. Those are my tips for handling these, um, these trips and kind of just sailing through um, these forced single parenting adventures. So anyway, I hope you guys have an awesome Wednesday. And then next week, Rhonda and I will be back talking about some fun stuff. So hope you guys take care and I'll see you soon.